Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk. Podcast. All right. Good afternoon. Good Saturday afternoon, everybody. This is Right at Home with Rich. I am your host, Rich Orris. And for the next hour, we are going to be talking about your home, your home, my home, everybody's home. What's going on in your home? What do you have going on? So we got a lot of great stuff for you today. And I want to uh, remind everybody that uh, we have our, our, as usual, our Stephanina's gift card giveaway. So one lucky caller um, that calls in and asks me a question will win a $25 gift card to Stefanina's Italian Restaurant Pizzeria. It's a wonderful, wonderful place to eat. And uh, 25 bucks would get you a really good uh, good meal there, and you will definitely enjoy it. So to get in on the conversation and the topics today, give me a call. Leave a phone number that we can reach you back at uh, when you call in. Ask me a question on the air, and we will pick a winner And next week, they'll give you a call, get your information, and mail the gift card along with some other information out to you. And voila, you got it done. So the things today that when you call in to get this gift card, the topics that we're going to be going over, hopefully there's one that you are just completely interested in. Um, We have doors. We want to talk about when to replace doors Maybe what should you ask yourself when trying to replace a door? Um, I'm one of the, I'd like to go over some aging in place um, when you remodel, when you're looking at uh, making changes in your house. You know, what do you think about and thinking about aging in place if you're going to be there for a long time? We also have room additions. What are the benefits of a room addition? Expanding your home. What you know? What are the needs? What are the benefits? What are some things to think about when doing that. And of course, my new favorite, I have uh, right in the middle of the show, I'll do my uh, Rich's right at home hack. So have a uh, great hack for you. Um, Thought about it with last week's snow and everything. Honestly, I was kind of hoping that maybe we'd get a little bit bit more today than than they were calling for. And uh, you might need to use some of these hacks, but they will be good hacks to have in your pocket for the next time we get a decent amount of snow. So we'll do that right about the middle of the, uh, the program. So you definitely do not want to miss that for sure. So give us a call, get in on the conversation. If you have any other questions, let me know. I'll, I'm here to help you out. We got one hour for this. So get with me 314-241-9797, or if you're far away, 866-455-9797. Um, and you know, things we got coming up here at, at Mosby, we've got some, our usual blogs and things that, uh, we, we have put out there. So if you go to our website at callmosby.com 
and kind of scroll down towards the right, towards the bottom, you'll see the list of some blogs. If you click on them, it'll get you to even more of them. And you can see all of those different um, blogs that we have going on. So we had one a couple weeks ago um, about some kitchen storage trends, and we have one about the the design trends of 2019. So feel free to go there and uh, check out all that wonderful information, C-A-L-L-M-O-S-B-Y.com, and lots of information there for you to uh, find and get. And coming soon, we'll, we'll start talking about, they're making plans of all our seminars for the next year. They're starting to uh, get them put together, what, where, and when. And so in the next, you know, few weeks, I'll probably start um, putting out what some of those seminars are going to be, what the next one will be and where that'll be, because those are always a really good time and a lot of great information that we put out there at Mosby. So um, definitely go and, and, you know, get that information. That's at the bottom of our website also. So you can get all that stuff at our, at our website, callmosby.com. So thinking about... Um, your home, the front of your home, doors, you know, the front door of your home. What do you do to get a new door? I mean, have you been walking through your front door and, you know, maybe you don't use it on a daily basis or maybe you're only using it as you're going in and out and kind of checking the mail. And and every time you go through it, you're, you're thinking, wow, you know, one of these days we really need to start thinking about this front door and what, you know, what should we do with it and how should we do it and, and who should who should we get to, uh, you know, kind of try and help us out with that. So I've got a ton of information on that we'll get to in just a bit. I think I'll jump here into uh, the phones and get with Kim and uh, see what she has going on. Kim, are you with us? Kim, are you there? Yeah. Oh, hey. Hey. Uh, what, what's going on? Oh, um, you're welcome. I have, a, I have a question about some Anderson windows. Okay. Um, we have a sunroom, and we have um, a span about uh, six or eight feet. Um, it's a, a window divided up into, like, five different panels. The last two panels are crank windows with a screen. Um, they're about 20... One years old, twenty-two years old. Okay, and they're in great shape, except the rubber. Um, I don't know if it's a seal between the inside and outside window is starting to um, like come up, so you can see it inside. You can see it when you look out the window. Uh huh. And I just wondered what could be done or what needs to be done about that. So let me ask you something real quick. Is that seal, are you talking, is that near, like, between the panes of glass, or is that where the window shuts? No, it's between the panes of glass, and it's on all five of the panels, mm-hmm. including the crank open ones at the on, on each end. But there's no condensation within the window. It's just, you can see the, the rubber, I guess they're seals, um, mm-hmm. just kind of coming up. Yeah, they're kind of probably shifting and moving. Yeah. Um, where all of a sudden you couldn't see them visually through the glass when looking through the glass before, but now they're kind of almost sinking or dropping and you can visually see that seal now. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that should be completely replaceable if, you know, as long as the window itself is, you know, like you said, in good shape, fully functional, and you're not having any issues with the actual window, 
then yeah, they can replace any glass company can replace that double insulated unit um, of glass inside those sashes. So they can come out and just take that out and get a new, you know, double pane glass unit and put it in there and you'll, you'll be good to go. So I would, you know, I don't know if you have a glass company you've ever worked with for, you know, uh, auto or a shower door or anything like that. But, um, um, there's a ton of glass companies out there that could get that done for you. Okay. So we should go to a glass company rather than like a renewal by Anderson type of thing. Yes, you you can. It's Cause if your windows are, are installed well and functioning well, and there's not an issue with, you know, any reason that you feel like you need to change the whole window, mm-hmm. then just the glass is, is totally fine. But you do, you know, I would say you want to kind of examine that window and, and, and make sure there's not any other reasons like open and close them and look at the colors and things. Cause what you probably don't want to do is replace the glass and then decide two years later, you know, well, maybe we should get new windows now, you mm-hmm. know, right. um, the sooner, the better if, if you think you get, cause 21 years is, is a good life for a window, but you know, okay. Anderson windows, I see Anderson, Pella, Marvin, some of them, you know, upper class windows last in, 25, 30, 35 years sometimes. So it's, you know, not necessarily out of order to change that. And the only thing I would warn you about replacing a whole window is look at how that window is installed. Mm-hmm. Because like most window installers in the in the uh, renewal by Anderson is this way too. And it's because it's a replacement window. They're not taking your wall or your siding apart to replace that window. Mm-hmm. So it it's just kind of put in there, screwed in, mounted in, and caulked. Um, that, you know, they'll shove a little insulation around it, and then they caulk it to the outside, and that caulk is the only thing keeping, you know, any wind, air, rain, water, all that stuff from getting around that window and getting into the, the framing of the walls and things like that. So. Right depending on the type of siding you have on the home and what that facade is, when, when, when we replace a window at Mosby, we will take off the siding and use a new construction window, which that might still be an Anderson window mm-hmm. because the, the ones that aren't the replacement do have the nailing fins and you can work them into the house wrap and flash them and install them the best way possible. You just got to get that siding off the wall and then put it all back on the wall or new on the wall or incorporated into a siding job or whatever to get that window replaced the best way, you know, best manner possible. Okay. So that's another thing to think about. And of course, if the facade's brick, then a lot of times, well, you're kind of into that replacement window because we can take the brick off and flash it properly, but do you want to, or what's the cost for that? We don't do it a lot unless there's a big issue because, you know, it just costs so much, but. Right. And this is at the back of the house. So it's with siding. Yep. Yeah. So you can get a new construction window put in there, get the siding on and off and, and get it done right. Or just, you know, have those, those panes changed out, um, and, uh, you know, go on with your life and they'll work well. I would imagine you have lost some energy efficiency, even if you don't see condensation or fog, Mm-hmm. You probably did lose the argon gas that was in there, so they're probably not as energy efficient as they should, and they'll go back to being that energy efficient once you replace those insulated glass units. Okay. 
All right. All right. That sounds good. Thank you so much. You are very welcome. Great question. Thanks a lot for the call, Kim. And I think we're going to uh, get into our first break here and get into the doors when we return. And if you have any anything about your doors or anything you want to know, give me a shout. 314-241-9797. All right, we're back. We're running through this. Time is just ticking by. It hasn't snowed a whole lot, but it's freezing cold outside. <laughs> and there's, you know, if you if you have anything going on around your house, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into some stuff with doors here and some some aging in place stuff here after a while. So if you want to get in on any of those conversations or you have any questions about it, or if you're thinking about a remodeling job and you're thinking, wow, I haven't thought about, you know, how long do I stay in this house and aging in place? I mean, give me a shout, get in on the conversation, get a chance to win this Stephanina's gift card. And, uh, we'll, we'll have a good, good conversation about it. 314-241-9797. Give me a shout and we'll go over it. So, uh, Thinking about front doors now, you know, when you think about it, you're walking up to your front door. It's it's the first impression of, you know, your home. It's the first impression of actually your personality and style um, for, for yourself, you know, when other people actually walk up to your house. So, you know, if, you, if your current door is kind of, you know, a little tired, outdated, um, or, you know, like mine, I've got that on the list to change, but... Um, you got to go through the order and, and, and save and wait and, you know, do things in, in a good, good project order. Um, but if you're seeing, you know, light around it and different weather temperatures and stuff like that, if you can hear it creaking and moving when it gets hot or when it gets cold, um, then, then you're probably in, in good need of a new door and, you know, you're probably thinking to yourself, all right, so, so where do I begin? What do I even think about, you know, how do I even go about this? And, you know, some good questions to maybe ask yourself when you, when you look and think about that is, you know, when you look at like your entryway, um, configuration, you look at, so what do you find appealing? Maybe just, you know, searching around at different door types, photographs of door, maybe go on house, Dot com and look at a bunch of different door styles just to get a feel for, you know, you may see something you really haven't seen and, and really find appealing to you. Um, and what, so think about material. What, what sort of material should your door be made of? There's different materials, uh, you know, steel, fiberglass, wood, that things can be made of. So that's a, a good thought to think about. Um, and then um, what color? That's a big deal is, you know, think about, the house, everything around it, um, drive around and look at some of the other houses and, and what they've done and think about your, you know, maybe your favorite colors, um, and seeing if any of that would work and, and getting professional advice on all of this is definitely a great thing to do. But, you know, as you're first considering and you're looking at the doors, you know, think about the type of door you've got, you know, like I said, your fiberglass, your steel, you've got your wood, they're all great, you know, can be really good, excellent doors, but, you know, you want to think about what complements your home. You want to think about, you know, security, what's, what's happening with, you know, being safe, having your family safe, um, you know, steel and fiberglass doors can have reinforced strike plates and, you know, uh, that really keep 
the door from being able to be kicked in as easy. So those are some good advantages to think about in those doors. Um, another benefit to a steel door would be that you do have the ability to paint that so you can, you know, a lot of people can, can feel that they can do their own painting. So you can change that color often is, is another, you know, kind of neat thing with a steel door is it's definitely an affordable option to, um, change the look of the front of the house just by simply painting, painting that door panel or, you know, the panels of the side lights around the door, if you got them. Fiberglass is a great option if you're looking for a wood grain or, or a wood color or a stained, but, you know, maybe don't have the funds to go all the way to a true wood door. Um, those can be really costly. Um, they're great weather resistant and they're very durable, tough. There, fiberglass is really good for high traffic entrances. If you come and go from that door a lot, it is a great door, you know, to have for that. Um, and they kind of resist, you know, denting, buckling, stuff like that. So they're a good, you know, durable option door. Um, wood doors can be ideal in a more traditional home. Um, and you can go all the way. Like I've got a client right now we're looking at, it's, we're looking at mahogany. It's, it's like a half round top French door, um, you know, a stained color and everything. I mean, this is a re this is going to be a beautiful door, a true wood door, actually custom made, definitely a, a more expensive option, but you can really get your personality into a door like that. I mean, um, you can just get everything you've always kind of dreamed of. So when you think about, you know, all these different type doors, those are some of the things that, you know, are really good questions to kind of go over and ask yourself. And, you know, but I, I would also definitely advise you to, you know, give Mosby a call Our exteriors by Mosby. We've got plenty of people that can come out and we can help you through that selection. We've got the ability to, show like a photograph of the front of your house with that door on that, you know, in its place in that photograph, the new door. I mean, we can go over all that different stuff. And, and, you know, one of the real benefits, I was just presenting actually a front door and a garage door to a client, um, on Thursday. And what we had put in there was we're going to get this, they've got like a, a red color door shutters, you know, kind of that deep burgundy and, and the door comes pre-finished, which is a great solution, but it comes in this mountain berry red, but I was kind of warning her, well, it may not really match the shutters. These, it probably would have the day they were put up and now they're older, they're faded. The colors kind of changed. So what we did, and we have the ability to go ahead and paint that door. So I put in there to paint those panels to match closer to the shutter. So we didn't have to go to the shutters. And then if we see the door and we think the color is okay and they go, you know what? Yeah. Don't bother painting it. We love the finish. We, we think the color is fine and we'll probably change the shutters in a year or two. Then they can stay there and go to that. And then we don't have to bother painting it. But we have the ability to do all of those things and perform all of that for you. So I invite you to give us a call and we can come out and help you out with that. 314-909-8383 for exteriors by Mosby. And I think we're going to get into our middle break here. Um, a hard break. So if you got any hack recommendations or anything like that, I'll be doing that after the break. Give me a call. And let me know what it is. 314-241-9797. 
All right, here we go. Welcome back. Welcome back to uh, my favorite hour of the week, right at home with Rich, where I'm here to hopefully help you out with your house, help you get through your questions, your remodeling, everything going on around the remodeling uh, design build industry. We've got it going on right here. And if you have any questions or if you want to get in on any of the topics that we're talking about, love to even just have a conversation with you. 314 241 9797. Give me a shout and uh, we can we can answer your questions or we can go in on about, you know, if you have a, a hack like I'm about to do, if you have anything to add to it or something that you've done or maybe, you know, your your dad or your grandfather taught you, I'd love to hear about it. Give me a shout, 314-241-9797. And so now I'll just go ahead and give it to you. It is time for Rich's Right at Home Hacks. And I was hoping for a little snow, a little more snow today. But last week, you know, uh, if you or two weeks ago, if you remember, we did the RIDX recipe and we talked about um, not using muriatic acid in those uh, plumbing drain pipes. So today the hack is three ways to make snow shoveling easy and things that, you know, you, you may not have really thought about, but that snow we had last week, that wet, heavy stick into everything. Me and my daughter made a snowman that was taller than me. It was super easy because that was just a, that snow was sticking. So I tried this and it worked really well when I shoveled my driveway was to spray some cooking oil on your snow shovel. So just kind of, you know, just like if you're going to cook something, lightly coat that with some uh, nonstick cooking oil, you know, from a spray can. And there's nothing worse than when you're trying to shovel and it's that wet, thick, and, and you're constantly trying to beat the snow off the shovel, you know, so no more trying to remove the snow from the snow remover. You can just spray this on and everything will slide right off. You can also... I mean, another thing they put on there was maybe WD-40 if you didn't have cooking oil, but that's just, you know, way more kind of toxic and everything. And I would say when you're out getting your snow melts and your different thing, if you don't have cooking spray, grab some while you're out and uh, give that a shout. It worked really well for me. And uh, so the second one is to lay out a tarp before the snow. Then you can simply grab that tarp, pull it away, dump it off the side, instant snow removal from your sidewalk. Um, now warnings of, of a method like that are you're going to need something to kind of hold it down. If it blows off or whatever, maybe some firewood or, you know, some extra bricks or stones is laying around. If it blows away, obviously it's not going to collect anything. And, and obviously probably would not have worked last week unless you went out and kept kind of removing it every couple of inches, because just remember that snow can weigh between seven and 20 pounds a cubic foot. So, you know, you don't want a very big tarp and it'll probably get to a weight where you just can't move it. Um, And the third one is that you can actually make homemade de-icing like a cocktail. You can de-ice your sidewalks, driveways. Um, You can use either rubbing alcohol or vinegar in that. So, if uh, when using vinegar, you would combine three parts of vinegar with one part of water, then you just spray or gently pour that on your driveway, sidewalk, or whatever prior to anything happening. 
And uh, same with uh, the rubbing alcohol. You only need two parts of rubbing alcohol to one part of water, but kind of apply the same way. Um, and it will just make shoveling easier and the ice and the stuff not stick as easy, just like what they're driving around, MoDOT spraying out there, um, kind of work in the same effects. So that is my hack for this week. I wish we had a little more snow right now so you could go out and try it. But, you know, I'm sure it will happen again and everybody will get a chance at that. Absolutely. So if you have any suggestions on some hacks for me if you have you know any thoughts if you have any thoughts on the ones i just did maybe something that you've been doing for a long time i invite you give me a call and we can talk about it 314-241-9797 or in the future if you want to maybe give some thoughts or some ideas or something that you think is really cool you can just shoot me a message you can find me on facebook if you just look up uh, Rich Oris Mosby, you'll find my professional page there. You can put a put a message to me on there, or uh, Twitter. You can just at Rich Oris um, and just send me a message, and uh, I'll I'll take a look at that. And I, I'd love to get the things that you would like to hear out there. I hope these are good, but I'd love to hear your advice on it. So follow me, check me out, send me some messages. And I will uh, get some of those worked up for you and maybe use some of yours and put your name with it and I'll leave it. I'll credit wherever credit is due. Absolutely, without a problem. Um, so for now, I think, you know, something we talk about a lot at Mosby Building Arts, I love to go over. Um, and I even talk about this a lot of times with, with clients and stuff when they're not even maybe thinking about it um, because, of course, you know, we want to be good advisors and stuff. And when you're thinking about remodeling, even if it's kitchen, bath, you know, anything like that, anything in the house, it is really appropriate to think about aging in place. You know, what's going to happen in the future if you are planning on staying in your home for any long period of time, if it's your dream home that you're never going to leave and you want to make it that way and keep it that way, then there's a lot to think about, even in like a front door project, um, any any type of remodeling project like that. So when we look at the home as advisors, and when I kind of look at the home in general, you know, so what I would say is think about from start to finish, how do you get in and out of your home? You know, all the activities throughout your home, think about those. So think about obstacles, you know, where are there steps? Is there storm doors, um, locks? Think about the type of lock. Is it, is it an old lock where there's a key in on the inside and, you know, that's not even code anymore. So you want to make sure, you know, you make it easy to get in and out, easy to get up and down stairs. Um, you know, storm doors are great, but if you, like we were talking about those front doors, if you get a newer more energy efficient front door, that storm door can just be an obstacle later in life and you won't need that, you know, for weather and all of that, you know, when getting that new door. Um, think about seeing, think about your sight, think about lighting colors, colors that, you know, brighten everything up. Think about floor colors at transitions. You know, when you go to like a train station and they've got those yellow things at the stairs or floor drops and stuff. Well, you know, as you get older, your sight going, you need those things in the house. Now, obviously you don't want a bright yellow strip, but when selecting floors, think about 
you know, not having them blend in. A lot of people are always, yep, I want, I would, I'd love everything to be kind of neutral and kind of match with each other. But, you know, at times you want those drastic changes just so you can see those transitions. Um, if you have a sunken living room, you know what I'm talking about. Um, think about handrails, you know, handrails on both sides of stairs. Um, so if you're redoing any areas like that, think about wider door openings. You know, when you're, when you're working on a bathroom or something, you might not need it now, but the cost during a remodel is very effective and a good time to think about, make those doors wider just so it's easier to get in and out. And I'm not talking about actually, you know, ADA compliant, um, you know, commercial type stuff, but just making it better for you to be able to stay in your home you know, for a long time and as you age and grow. Um, so when you look at kitchen, kitchens and baths, you know, you're kind of looking at the same things everywhere. So obstacles, what are obstacles in, in a bathroom? You know, the step into a shower, is it a tub? Is it four inch threshold? Is it a low threshold or is it a true walk in no step whatsoever? Tile simply just all of a sudden starts slanting into the shower. Um, think about a shower seat. Handles are a big thing. Are they lever handles or, you know, single handles, a big deal? Is it a four inch or eight inch spread? How is that easy to use? Man, these days, the touch faucet, there's nothing better than that. I put one of those in my kitchen and I got to be honest, the only thing wrong with it is when you go to other people's houses and you touch their kitchen faucet and it doesn't turn on, you get into this habit of, yeah, you should just be able to do that. So I go to work and then I touch the faucet and I go, oh man, I need to, you know, work the handle. But talk about easy to use as you get older. If you're having problems with your hands, you simply just touch it. Um, really thinking about what do you need in the future? What could happen later? Um, you know, so like handheld sprayers, they make it easier to clean now and you know, may need to be easier to have help getting yourself cleaned later. Grab bars. You don't necessarily have to put them in, but thinking about the backing and what support they need to be there for later on. Heated floors. You know, everybody thinks of a heated floor as a luxury. It's nice. It feels great on your feet. Sometimes they see the cost of it and they think, well, that's just too much. It's really not that important to me. Well, when you're really starting to get older, you're, you know, even for me, it's like everything's colder. It's colder outside right now. I'm, I, you know, you start to feel like you're cold all the time. Well, that heated floor may be a real benefit then. And it would have been way less to put in 10 years earlier than it would be at that point. You know, so, so think about all these different things, you know, coming in and coming through, seeing in the bathroom site, where's your light coming from? Do you have a can light over the shower so you can really see in there? You know, the mirror of truth, they talk about the, the big mirror that, you know, magnifies and has a light around it. Well, if you get your light coming from the front on a wall, you can just see yourself better. And of course, the final thing I'd really talk about on a house that I would really advise on aging in place too, if you're going to stay there a long time, is not to neglect the maintenance stuff. Um, you know, think about the home, just general home maintenance water heater, furnace, garage door openers, anything that functions, you know, don't let that stuff go bad. Don't let it all pile up. Work on those wear and tear items 
often and as you go so that all of a sudden you don't have all this maintenance stuff to do later in life when income's different and you're trying to, you know, live off retirement and stuff like that. It, it keep you from, you know, making different decisions later on down the road and just kind of keep your, your home sustainable. So, um, I think we'll get into our final break here and, uh, you know, when we return, we can, uh, get in on a little bit more of this stuff. And if you've got any questions or comments about it, hit me up on the line 314-241-9797. All right, we're back. This is it. Our flying by last segment. We've got about eight or nine minutes here. So if you got any, anything on any of our topics, if you want to get in on, uh, I'll go over some room additions here. If you want to, if you want to join that conversation or have any questions about room additions, feel free to give me a call 314-241-9797 and also get in on that Stephanina's gift card giveaway. We're going to do that and, uh, we'll have that also. So $25 to, uh, Stephanina's pizzeria. It's a It'll get you a great thing. I highly recommend their stuff special pizza. It is absolutely awesome. It is my favorite pizza in St. Louis, without a doubt. Um, so, um, but thinking about expanding your home, you know, we see a lot of this. We do a lot of this. Um, you know, what to think about and what are some of the benefits of actually building a room addition? And, and you know, why might you actually want to do that? Um, of course, one of the main things that is, you know, the best benefit and what everybody's always after is just that additional space, increasing that indoor living space is definitely the main reason. And of course, one of the, you know, main benefits and, you know, thinking about what's the purpose of this addition. Is it for, you know, living room area? Is it bedroom? Is it bathroom, laundry, master suite? You know, we've done hobby rooms. Um, is it to make the kitchen bigger? The hearth, um, sunroom is definitely a big thing. And with, you know, good windows, you can really get a great sunroom, you know, off the back of the house. So and another benefit is increasing the, the value, just increasing in value. Not everything's going to, you know, provide the same increase um, to your home, but they will all provide some increase. And even with financing and stuff, we know it's one of the best, you know, return on investments and one of the best ways to invest in your home just because of, you know, you can get better um, remodeling type loans and stuff when you're putting on a room addition because the value of the house is increasing more so than if you're just doing something on the inside. Um, It can be more affordable, um, then moving and it can actually kind of tailor fit to your needs. Um, it can improve your, the, so the overall luxury of your home and um, it can help you fit extra family members, you know, in the home, which is I've got some information on how important that is today that we can go over in a minute. Um, and another benefit too, you can rent it out um, for some additional income I actually had a client that I went and visited one time and she rents out the extra bedrooms in her home to Maryville students. She's out in, you know, kind of Chesterfield area, real close to Maryville. And literally it's 
less money for the student and it earns her some income so she can help stay in that home and not have to downsize or move out or whatever, you know, and move and go through all that just to be able to, you know, stay in a home. So that's a great benefit there. And then of course, additional natural sunlight just mentioned, you know, new, you know, if you think about a a home from the fifties, those windows were inefficient and they really, that's why there's less of them. And now you can put so many more windows. So even if you're not after a sunroom, you can still get more windows and more natural light. And uh, everybody absolutely, you know, is after that for sure. So those are some good reasons to, you know, go through and think about adding space to your home. I would invite anybody out there that's thinking about that to give me a call, give Mosby a call, and we can even come out and just have a conversation with you about that, give us a, give us a call at our office at 314-909-1800. And uh, we can, we can help you out with that and explain just how we go through that process. So for now, I'm going to jump on the phone here to Gary. Uh, It sounds like you have an alcohol hack. Gary, are you with us? I am. Um, Take uh, an empty water bottle, put three parts alcohol, one part water in a spray bottle and use it on your windshield, you'll never scrape again. It instantly melts it, and because alcohol has a freezing point of minus 200 degrees, it won't freeze back on the windshield. Wow. See, that is that is awesome for people parking outside. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it instantly is gone. One other quick one, we had to have mm-hmm. a new sidewalk put in this year, and we're getting a little older, and the fellow suggested us we have one step up onto the porch, he said, why don't I just in the 30 feet uh, slope the sidewalk very slightly so there's no step at the top? And we did that, and it's wonderful. Yeah, that that definitely, I, I've got someone I'm looking at right now that we're, we're looking at doing exactly that, is kind of redoing anyway, the wanted, sidewalk and the porch to make that ramp, and that's a great idea. So I just wanted to mention those two things. Yeah, hey, that is awesome. I appreciate you calling in and, <clears throat> you know, contributing to that. and. uh if anybody, thanks a lot, Gary. And if anybody else has anything or, you know, ideas like that to, to add on to, you know, find me on Facebook, Rich Oris Mosby. Um, just search that and you'll find me real easy. Um, or, or you could try Twitter at Rich Oris and just send me some of those ideas. And I would love to share them with everybody. You know, I, I'll put your name and everything with it. I think it's a, just a great way to pitch in because there's a ton of different things that we can do out there. And there's, you know, a a ton of different tricks that everybody just hasn't heard yet that um, I think is a great idea and a a great way to, you know, share all these. And I love to help out. So, um, you know, hit me up on social media, follow me, add some of that stuff in there and I'll get, I'll get it on the air for you. Um, so, hey, Eric, I got one quick thing here at the end that, you know, talking about expanding in spaces. And I think this is something you have five children that I'm aware of that you're aware of. Yes. So I have two. So I'm not. But I was looking at this addition and reasons to do additions and stuff. And I was looking at statistics of adults living together. Sure. And so millennials, it's it's like 15 percent of millennials, 25 to 35, live in their home with their parents still. That sounds like torture. I love I love you, mom it's, and dad, but yeah, but it's it's grossly up from like the the silent generation was only like five percent or something or no the the uh, Gen Xers was five percent lower than that. 
So, so they it was were more like, like 10%. 10%. And then between, before and then that, before it was like five. that, it was like five. Wow. So it's literally almost tripled in how many of these kids end up living with their parents for sure. a longer time. And they even talk about it's not necessarily because of jobs or work or money. It's just that's kind of the trend in what's happening. What is it? Uh, and, there was a movie, I think it was called Grandma's Boy. Yeah. A few years back. <laughs> so, so thinking about that house and that's thinking right. about... You may need all those bedrooms longer than you think. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you think yeah, about, definitely. I need to upsize and then I need to well, downsize. I got this idea, you need like a bonus room over the garage where whenever they swing back during college or afterward, you can go put them over there. Yeah. You know, with its own like entry and exit and just like, eh, yeah. Can, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So but get ready. Get ready. It's going to happen to me too. So that's fine. Hey, everybody had a great show. Um, I want to say... Thanks to Gary for calling in with the hack. Gary, you win the Stephanina's gift card. I appreciate the call. And I will, hey, talk to everybody next Saturday. Get more at 971talk.com.